with hints, tips and tradey chat. Grab yourself a brew because it's about to start. This is Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Before the show starts, I just quickly wanted to talk to you about Tradeify. Tradeify is a fast-growing job management platform for all busy tradespeople. It's great for managing all sorts of business admin such as quotes, tracking invoices, timesheets and appointments, leaving you more time to focus on other important things. Tradeify have very kindly given me a discount code for my viewers, so check them out by clicking the link in my show description and using discount code AMY50 to get 50% off. Now, let's crack on with this show. Hello and welcome to this week's Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Today I've got uh, Stephanie Ward, aka Life of a Female Sparky here. Hello. Hi. Hello. You okay? Yes, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, I'm great, thank you. Um, I've been trying to talk to you for a little while, haven't I? But I'm uh, yes. a, little, <laughs> a little bit unorganised getting this sorted, but um, better late than never. Um, Absolutely. I, um, yeah, so I want to know all about your journey into being a female electrician. So first of all, t- just tell me a little bit about yourself, like you, just, just Stephanie, not Stephanie the electrician. Uh, well, I live in Leicester, um, moved here about five years ago, well, no, six years ago now, because um, my husband's here, so okay. I moved for love, um, which is so cliche. Uh, but... <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> That's cute. So where were you from before? So I lived in Derby for nine years, and then before that I was in Bristol, and then I was actually born in, born in Southampton. So. Oh my God. Yeah, I've moved around a little bit. Okay, so now you're in Leicester. We're literally down Leicester. the road from me. Yeah. We've, we just arranged all our nights out for uh, <laughs> end of lockdown. Can't wait. I know, I can't wait. Um, yeah, so you moved to Leicester for love. <clears throat> yeah, and then quite boring, really. <laughs> um, I, I go to the gym in my spare time. Yeah. Are you excited to get back to the gym? I am, to be honest. I had my first PT session back last week and, oh my God, it was so hard. I did. I went back last week. Um, I've had two PT sessions and one uh, boxing session. Oh my God, I've been dying. Like every, like I've not recovered from each um, session when I go to the next one and my muscles are like, what the hell are you doing to me? Like, what is this? I've been in so yeah. much pain. I can only do, but, I can only wire sockets, slow down. I can't wire lights because I can't lift my arms all the way up. It's awful. So oh bad. My God. Yeah, it does feel good to be back though, doesn't it? So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Roll on Monday and I can probably go to the gym, so. <laughs> yeah. So, um, how did you get into this then? How did you start? get into your what like why did you want to do it and how did you do your training and stuff um so when I first met my husband he was at Derby Uni and I we actually had um, a house share so I lived with him from day one um, and his dad's a sparky so um when he graduated he was supposed to then um, work with his dad on a rewire um and then managed to get a job straight out of uni and I was like well I've got the week off if you want a hand, like, just let me know, not a problem. No just trying to, like, you know, get in, like, with a good book for the in <laughs> um, And that was oh God, almost seven years ago. 
And then, um, so like, he was like, well, I can basically, you can learn nothing or I can teach you as we go along because, well, you're here anyway. So I was like, yeah, you might as well teach me. Um, and then me and my mum went for a drive a few months later. She was like, why don't you do it as a career? I was like, I never thought about it because you don't, at school, it's never like advertised, is it? So no. I was like, actually, that's not a bad idea. So obviously we spoke about it. And um, we went to like college open day. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my father-in-law, he was like, oh, well, we need to get you better than the boys before you start. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I waited a year. So I was working. So I was working full time in um, retail at the time. Yeah. Um, and then I did like my two days off. I'd travel to Leicester and then work with him for two days. Oh, okay. Um, so I was getting like on-site experience and then um, and then yeah so we enrolled in college um, so I was to get over to Leicester I was um, working for McDonald's which is <laughs> great <laughs> it's well, exactly so I did that for a bit and then um, when I was at college it was absolutely killing me so I started work at six in the morning finishing at three and then going to college for half five until nine and then having to like by the time I get home it's like half nine yeah. and you got to get up at half four again and it just yeah, absolutely yeah. killed me so I ended up getting a part-time position at Screwfix okay. which is literally next to college which oh, was ideal that's ideal yeah. oh hold on so what, what Screwfix was it uh, Freeman's Common Leicester oh right okay no sorry I thought it was the one <laughs> I thought it was the one near me I was thinking you look do you know what you look just like a girl that works in my screw fix as well I really yeah yeah you look like I don't know how what why but you look like a screw fix girl yeah what can I say <laughs> yeah sorry so you worked you were doing that part-time so I worked there and then I'd like because I, I used to finish at like half two so I used to go yeah. to the pub do all my college work and then start college <laughs> at half five. Okay. So I was like, so um, so yeah, so did that. So that was for so I did my level two and my level three, yeah, part time in the evenings, and then I did uh, well seventeenth edition at the time, and then um my testing short courses. So I did EAL rather than the sitting girls two three three two three nine one, yeah, um, which I think is the equivalent, um. So yes, I did all that, and then I um, then I took a year off. So I was still working part time, but me and my husband were like, like trying to buy our first house and mm-hmm. getting married and stuff like that. So I sort of took a step away from the qualifications, and then and then yeah, and then I managed to get my first position, full time position as an electrical improver, um, in September of two thousand and eighteen okay um so that was a company based in Mansfield so a little bit of a track yeah it was definitely worth it um because I I learned a lot with them obviously being full-time and everything and um I was quickly promoted as well um within a few months so within a few months I had my own van and um that's really good yeah so which was which was like gave me a whole lot of confidence because I'm not the most confident of people like I I doubt myself quite a lot which I shouldn't but I do so 
it was a, it was nice to have that reassurance I think yeah that's so good so was it all domestic work you were doing with that company mainly yeah we did a little bit of um conduit on some communal lighting but yeah it was mainly domestic yeah okay so um and then you've recently started for another company have you you've yes I work for a housing association now um um, different scope of work um so it's very varied I guess because you don't know what you're going to do day in day out so you get a list of jobs on your um diary and then you go and see it could be exactly what it says it could be something completely different um so we do that that's part of the job and then um the other part is doing voids so getting them ready for new tenants to move in so just making sure that everything's safe uh obviously doing eicr um installing um smokes if obviously you need to upgrading boards if you need to and everything like that so that is completely different you could walk into a void and it only need an eicr right into a void it's a full rewire you just don't know um so but i really enjoyed doing that because you know that job's your own like no one's dictating to you yeah do you go on your own or do you have someone with you have an apprentice or anything or no, um, at the moment we've not got apprentices. Um, I think the long-term plan is they pl- uh, plan to expand, um, but um, and then obviously they want to employ another fifty odd, I think, yeah. across electrical and multi-trade um, yes. over the next ten years. I think so. There is obviously room for improvement and to have my own apprentice, which we know. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely in the in the pipeline. It's just obviously when that happens. Yeah okay um so can we just go back to college a little bit because I've not spoken to um anybody that's done it in the evenings I don't think or was Kimmy the Sparks did she do Kimmy the Sparks I think might have done actually yeah she did didn't she and she she ended up traveling all over to do it didn't she I know that's so random she's she ended up get you know going to all, all over the country to uh do it but um, how did you find that? Obviously, you said that life was obviously busy. It was, um, you know, a bit chaotic. But how is it two or three evenings a week? It was two evenings a week um, for about three hours, I think, if I remember rightly. Okay. Um, it was hard mentally because obviously you're just knackered all the time. Yeah. Um, it's just mentally draining. Yeah. Level two wasn't so bad because it was... I kind of knew everything at that point. Yeah. Um, apart from obviously the sciences, but like from a practical point of view, I I was familiar with what I needed to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was definitely draining. Definitely have my like down days with that because yeah. trying to work full time and do all your college work, get all your assessments in and stuff like that. That was hard. Yeah, it's tough. And I, I think the course that you did is the same as as what I did. Um, yeah but I ended up doing it like in like days so it was two days a week supposed to be two yeah I used to go two days a week that's what they class as full time um only because there was nowhere close enough that did it in the evenings and then I was I was there for two days um and then I was having to fit in working full-time hours luckily I had like flexi hours with my job um around those two days so it's it's busy as it's tiring and I think the evening course it's exactly the same course but it's spread out instead of two evenings spread out over two days because there's a lot of younger people on it and I think 
you, I ended up getting all the stuff that I didn't need, like waffly bits and just stuff they do to keep the <laughs> the younger ones entertained and stuff. I think for me, it would have been better if I could have done the evening, but I just couldn't do it at the time. So that's it. It's what works for you, isn't it? At the time, I couldn't afford to to give up work at that point. I, I couldn't have the flexi time in yeah. that sense. So, yeah. um, but no, it worked out in the long run, but just at the time, it was just so difficult. And I was yeah. just like going home napping. Like my sister-in-law was like, she was only 16 at the time. And she was like waking up. She's like, Stephanie, you've got to get to college now. <laughs> yeah. like, just asleep on the sofa. But yeah. Oh wow, you Got did through it. it. Got through it, yeah. Um, so your college experience then, were were you the only female on your course? No. You were. Oh, that's amazing. No. That's amazing. So, there was four of us. Four? Oh my god. Wow. So two of them I'm really I'm really good friends with still, which is nice. Are they local? Okay. Can we all go out? So um, one of them, she didn't end up completing, okay. which is a shame. Um, so she started, she she quit halfway through level three. Um, but the other one, yeah, she um, she's working with a sole trader. Um, so she's just going out and getting more experience now. So, Oh, wicked. That's so cool. No way. Yeah. I was the only one on my call. Four of us. Yeah. And there was, for halfway through level three, there was three of us. Um, five of us, sorry. That's so cool. Because someone, someone had like joined from, she was doing level three plumbing and she was doing it as an additional. Right. So she was, she joined us for level three. Wow. So there's actually five of us for halfway through level three, which is nice. There can't have been that many more, more blokes because they only, well, I don't know, when I was at college, it was really small classes. Um, that's about 20. Oh, right. Okay. I think in our class, so it, was, it was quite a big class actually. I think there was Sorry. probably about 20 of us in level two, but there was only about 12 or 13 level three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm assuming you didn't have any problems at college. Was it because was it older people? Was it mainly? Yeah, so people? like literally, I think I was one of the youngest because I was 22, 23 at the time. Yeah. Um, so I was one of the youngest and then ranged up to like mid 50s. Wow. so complete complete varied yeah that's brilliant um <clears throat> so when you finished your training yeah you you never went back to work for your father-in-law no so I, I carried on doing like the weekends when I first started with the um electrical company in Mansfield mm -hmm. um but then it just got a bit too much you know with the travel and everything like that so um, but my plan was to get my NMVQ level three. Yeah. <laughs> Still pending. Yeah, same here. <laughs> it's difficult. Once you, wor you get working, it depends what you want to do as well, because you sort of get working and then realise that you probably maybe probably don't actually need it, um, depending on what you're doing. Um, this is <laughs> an argument that I've had uh, on Instagram uh, quite recently as well. Um, yeah it's one of those things isn't it you, you you either need it or you don't and to some people it's just a piece of paper it's not going to make you any better at your job so yeah no. you don't need it for what you you want to do well this is it um, where I work we have to be um individually registered 
so at the moment I'm going through my NAPIT registration anyway okay. so I, do, I don't need my MVQ level three for that no. because we, we, we do domestic only so yeah. I've got enough qualifications for that yeah my dad's argument and my mum's argument is the fact that I've already paid for it you've only got to do it once just get it done <laughs> so I'm like I don't know I, I try and get it done but and then I'm like it just doesn't happen does it at all it's the thought of more work you know when you're mega busy as well so thought of having yeah. trying to find time uh to fit it in isn't it um yeah that's it one of those things <laughs> I'll do it and you... I... <laughs> well so um so work-wise now what what's your favorite sort of work like what do you what's your favorite sort of jobs what do you enjoy the most I think it's I think I'm split because I love customer interaction yeah so like I love going to like little old biddies and like yeah. having a bit of a chin wag and stuff like that and so I do like love that side but from a work point of view I love going into a void I love it because you just don't know what you're going to come across yeah so I've had like I've got two voids on the go at the moment one I've had to like rip storage heaters out put new Nutella ads in um like change various accessories and yeah. and whatever and the other one I've got a board change pending I had to rip like half the kitchen out because there's like no spares things were over the drainer and stuff like that and there was no smoke detectors in the set like this the flat either so you just like it's completely different like you just don't know what you're going to walk into yeah. so I do like that aspect yeah it's nice to have a bit of variety isn't it and yeah what about testing do you enjoy testing like doing do you yeah. yeah I spent nine months doing them nine months about straight nine nine months straight where are you sitting doing the ICRs down in Wales during Covid oh is that what you were doing in Wales that's what I was doing in Wales yeah so um so yeah so EICRs day in day out oh couldn't do that for nine months Plus paperwork, oh. four lots of paperwork a day, killed me. How I was supposed to do four a day. Oh like, my god, that's that's terrible. How how do you do mm -hmm. that? A, a lot of the time, I didn't. I only managed to get three in, but I'd still finished it at six o'clock at night. That's mental. I know. Oh god, no, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. I've, I'm trying to get into testing. I've been saying this for months. I'm trying to like it and I'm trying to get into it, but I just don't like it. <laughs> no, I, I, I love it, providing I've been the time to do it properly. Yeah. So, I feel rushed um, doing it. Do I it. hate feeling rushed. No, exactly. That's the worst thing. Yeah. 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 I love a good fault finder. Yeah. That's a bit more exciting. You get a real sense of achievement, don't you? I think that's, yeah. the, that's the best bit about the job when you've got, you know, it's a bit of a challenge and you, it's like, oh, I've got to work it out and it's a bit more exciting. I know, uh, I had one the other day that literally she had about 10 sockets not working. Yeah. So I was like, got, obviously got the tester out, tested the ring, nothing on live and uh, and then there was like really high on neutral. I was like, there's got to be another break then, surely. And literally it broken inside the insulation. No so way. like just looking like pulling it forward you wouldn't have seen it no way yeah so absolute nightmare sorted it yeah i did indeed <laughs> um 
so do you plan to stay with the housing association then do you like yeah yeah do you have I think, a, like, sorry I was, I was gonna say yeah I, I've only been there four months but it, it's just the kind of scope I want and there's no hassle being self-employed or anything like that um because a lot of people have asked oh why don't you just go self-employed you get loads of work but by the time you've had put the outlay for your registration at yourself, a new van and everything like that, then I just, I don't think I want a hassle. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, what sort of uh, reaction do you get? Because you must meet loads of different people that every day. Um, and what sort of reaction do you get from uh, customers and stuff? Is it mainly it's like, positive? It's like, Oh, it's a lady electrician like this. <laughs> yes, it is. Definitely last time I checked. Um, generally, it's positive. Um, I think people love one. having you, don't they? People literally. <laughs> Do they not think before they say it? I bet they get that every day. But they love telling you that you're a <laughs> <I know. laughs> electrician. It's so funny. But they're always like, oh, so how did you get into this? And you end up telling the story about four times every day, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they're just like curious, I think, because they don't, yeah. I think especially the older generation, it's not yeah. the norm at all. Like, no, like obviously with our generation, yes, it is. Um, it's a bit more normal. It's not normal at all, but um, it's getting more common. But yeah, a lot of people go, oh, you're the first one I've met. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's still not enough of us though. No, definitely. What do you, what do you think we can do to encourage more girls into the trade? Like, I think we need to start them at an early age because I think we need to plant the seed. Sort of. I don't know if you did it, but in like year nine, you did like enterprise days. Yeah, work experience. Um, so. Yeah, so like yeah. going to schools and do talks and yeah stuff like that. Maybe going to like year six potentially yeah. like at the end of primary school and just plant yeah. the seed there yeah because then they're like they'll think about it then but yeah I totally agree I, I think there should be you touched on it earlier I think there should be more encouragement in school like we're not in through school and like college open days and stuff it's not encouraged for girls to go into stuff like this is it at all yeah I when I was at school I ended up doing it training when I was like 28 but when I was at school, I never even considered it as an option. It was like it wasn't an option for me. So I think... Yeah, I think it's just not the norm, is it? It's, no. And it should be. Yeah, of course it should. It's a I think it was um, when you when um, Plumbing by Rach was on. Yeah. She was like, I just want to do something practical. Yeah. And you know what? That's amazing. I just wish I'd been like her. Yeah. I wish I'd known younger what, what I wanted to do, but her story like really made me mad because um, I love Plumbing by Rach. I love, well, Rach, her name is not Plumbing by Rach. Yeah. <laughs> I, always, I always call her that. Um, I love her and um, her determination and ambition. She's amazing, absolutely amazing. But her story really made me mad because she was like, they really tried to put her off um, doing it because they thought she was too clever. Because yeah. she did do really well at school and she is really, really intelligent. Um, and that's what she wanted to do. But there's like, oh, you could do something better. You know, you're too clever. And it doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, I think you're right. I think it's we need really to... disappointing, really, especially from colleges. Especially for? Especially from a college point of view, like not advocate advocating 
yeah. um, women in the trades. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we need to. You're right. Probably like year six would be a really good um, age to start. You know, putting it out there as a possibility for young girls. Mm. So then, yeah, like you go through you go through work experience uh, year nine, and I think we did it in year eleven as well. So they're yeah, good I think is to um, yeah, you know, have a go at it and. Well, that's it. Like you do a little bit in in DT, but other than that, mm. you do a little bit of um, like the little circuit boards, a little bit of soldering on there and stuff like that. But you only do about six weeks of it in year nine or year eight or whatever yeah. it is. DT was you my favorite. DT was my favorite school. I didn't like when you had to do cooking or sewing; they were the worst. But when you did like woodwork and electrics, that was like the best. Well, oh. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like DT at all. Really. Yeah, see, I wanted to be, I wanted to be a dance teacher for years. Really? <laughs> years and years, yeah. A bit, a bit different. And then I just stopped loving dancing, so that went out the window. Yeah. How, um, how um, much did it help you sort of working with your father-in-law when, once you started at college? Were you like so pleased that you'd done all of that with him because... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was proper like teacher's pet I was like oh, I need the answer <laughs> yeah we you phone do you phone him up for advice when you're on jobs and stuff and you get stuck yeah but now he does the same for me as well so yeah, he'll always ask my opinion now which is nice um, awesome. yeah so because obviously there's jobs that I'll come across that he might not and vice versa so it's really nice to have that relationship yeah awesome Oh, well, thank you so much for um, talking to me today. You've been great. No, thank you for having me. You're welcome. And um, if anybody's got questions and stuff for you, you're at Life of a Female Sparky. Correct. Yeah. It's so original. On Instagram. <laughs> All the good names are getting taken up. <laughs> what about mine? Amy the Sparky. <laughs> Cringe. Um, I've got to go. Um, I haven't got anything in the oven today, but I no am. Chicken. No, I, I haven't even. I just, I'm literally just coming from work. That's why I'm an absolute state. Um, <laughs> didn't even have time to put the chicken in. Have got a chicken, but I'm thinking of doing it tomorrow. Um, That's how I've got leftovers. I did a uh, stew in the slow cooker um, oh, no, nice. on Monday, and I've been eating it every night since. <laughs> That's what happens when you live on your own. I did one big meal and then eat it all week. Saves me cooking. I'm off. I do that for lunches. <laughs> I'm off for potato waffles because you know Gina from York and Daughter. The yeah, the daughter. She's in my phone as the daughter. Um, yeah, she was she was taking the mick out of me for always eating waffles. So I love waffles. I love waffles. Six minutes. And now, like you said about putting them in the toaster as well. Yeah. I got so excited yesterday I was on Facebook and I saw an advert for um Iceland and they're bringing back you know those frozen hula hoops did you ever have I those? saw that no I never had them but I did see it I used to we used to have them when we were kids with baked beans so they're like like an actual hula hoop but like obviously potato but it's it's like yeah. Um, it's like hash brown texture, like chunks, right? With a crispy coating. Oh my God, yeah. they're amazing. I'm gonna have to go Iceland at the weekend and get loads. 
I think I might have to as well. Hello, potato <laughs> But you can't do them in the toaster, so what are you going to do? No. I, I, do you know what? I like the, the fact you can do it with the toaster because I don't like washing the tray. In the, even though I've got a dishwasher now, but I, I use that, um, you know, that baking paper. Oh, yeah. If you put that on the tray, you never have to wash it. So that I'll, is true. I'll, I'll just use that and just do my hoop. So, yeah, look out on Instagram, you'll see I'm eating hoop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go because this content's gone right downhill, I'm afraid. <laughs> Thanks so much for talking to me and yeah, drop Stephanie a message if anybody wants, um, you know, information on her training route, evenings at college, um, working part-time at Screwfix and Mac is, uh, drop her a message and, or drop me a message if you've got any questions and yeah, speak to you soon. Thanks. Take care. Bye. That was Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Never miss an episode by subscribing now. Just hit the subscribe button and turn your notifications on.